you don't do your homework, then whatevs. <laughs> then it's just not going to get done. Yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is... Andy. And welcome back. So this week we're going to do some drinks, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to use a new kind of liquor, and that would be cognac. <laughs> new, to, new to us. New to us, yeah. Something yeah. That we haven't done on the podcast before. So I bought the cognac for another episode, and it never got used. So I thought, hey, let's do an episode on cognac and some cognac drinks. <laughs> and there's a drink later that I'm excited about, but we'll get to that later. First, what we're going to do is just taste cognac straight before we put it into a cocktail, just so we can kind of get a flavor of it, what it is. And that way, when we have the cocktails, we can kind of break it down and maybe taste the cognac in the drinks. Mm-hmm. Let's deconstruct it a little bit. Yeah. I tried to just kind of open up my nasal passages because it is still kind of a, it's a dry season. So this is Crevassier. Cognac, and this is a VS, very special. <laughs> uh, so, so cognac is a brandy, correct? You're looking that up. Cognac is a cognac. I'm looking up how to say Crevassier. Oh. What? Sounds, a, sounds like a seven-year-old saying it. Yeah. Doesn't it? Courvoisier. Courvoisier. Cognac. Courvoisier. Cognac. Yeah, but I'm not just gonna like pop into a bar and be like, "Yes, could I get a um, Courvoisier?" <laughs> and they're like, "What? <laughs> I can't hear you." I'm like, "It's it's noon on a Sunday. Like this, there's no one else here. Like I'm just saying, Couvoisier." So we got some Couvoisier. Nice, dude. That was awesome. That was great. <laughs> and it's VS very special. So along with uh, brandy, uh, brandy has also those same marks. Have you like seen X? Is it XO? <clears throat> yes. So yeah, uh, so you you are right. A cognac is a brandy. Uh, that must be distilled in copper pot stills and aged at least two years in French oak barrels from Limousin or... I can't say it. Uh, from two special places. <laughs> Very special places. So it matures in the same way as whiskeys and wines, barrel age, but most cognacs... This is from Wikipedia. Most cognacs spend considerably longer on the on the wood than the minimal uh, legal requirement. Hmm. Interesting. So, so cognac is an aged brandy? It is an aged brandy that I guess meets certain requirements. Yeah, extra requirements that are probably consistent with French designation. Mm-hmm. So, but if you're talking about, you know, like, oh, this is very special, very special. I hate to break it to you, is the least special of cognac. <laughs> <laughs> so there is no special. Yeah, it's. Um, have you ever done like poorly on a test, and your, you know, your parents are like, well, you did, you did really good actually, like. They turn the F into an A, and you're like, hey, cool. Mm-hmm. That's very special. Yeah. But we don't know the difference between very special and amazingly special. Like when you're like, my mom said I'm special. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah. Everyone's mom said that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of the very special. Does it have a little bit of a tequila smell to it? It did at me? first. No, it does. You're right. It does. Actually, this is just tequila. Oh, my gosh. We grabbed the wrong bottle. <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. It does have a little bit of a tequila smell. I wonder if it's from the way it aged. And I mean, we haven't let it breathe or anything like that. But yeah, this is um, interesting. It's like a sweeter tequila. It's like, yeah, it's it's definitely not like a heavy. It's got like a little bit of an oaky sort of flavor mm-hmm. to it, but it's not. Um, I do taste a little fruit, though. And I same, smell it a little too. Samesies. No. Samesies. Yeah. Yep. Goulvazier. Wow, I think I'm getting better at saying that. Goulvazier? You're way better. Because you kind of like keep it like. <laughs> Remember I started learning French after I went to France? Yeah. <laughs> Poor timing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like. I want to be able to order a sandwich next time I go. <laughs> yeah. When I go to McDonald's, <laughs> can I have a sandwich? <laughs> How do you say that? Big Mac? <laughs> that sandwich? That was a Big Mac. 
That's amazing. You fooled me. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's just how little I know about the French language. <laughs> So, so the different qualities and grades of cognac, very special, so it has to be aged at least two years. Visop, so very superior old pale, um, which is at least four years. Napoleon, which is at least six years. XO, which is increased to 10 years. And then what's called beyond age. It's a high quality product beyond the official age scale. When I'm 50, I want to be called beyond aged. <laughs> so one of the most classic, well-known cognacs is Hennessy. I think it's popular because it can't be, like, high class. I think it's got to be, like... Uh, Hennessy is... I think the standard Hennessy is VSOP. Well, no, they have VS as well. I mean, they have... It looks like they've got... A bunch of different kinds, I mean, yeah, yeah. But I think the classic one would be, like, the same as this Probably one, like, like a, a VS. VS. Yeah. Just kind of like your starter, yeah. I had the same problem with getting cognac as I did when I went to get the grappa. There was, like, not very much of a selection. Oh, really? Yeah. Where'd you go? You went to, like, this... Uh... It's a place so over the- here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, nope, that's not it at all. <laughs> yeah. Just dropped a yeah. Wouldn't it be a we? A yo? How did you get around in France? <laughs> if I were a fly on the wall. <laughs> um, I didn't go to like the biggest liquor store. I went to like a, my local one. But anywhere you go, you'll find Hennessy. And I kind of wanted something not Hennessy, just a little bit different. And this bottle looked pretty cool. So It looks like drug paraphernalia, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good though. Yeah, it's, it's decent. It's, it's weird on the tongue. It reminds me of lots of different liquors, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Because like it, it has, has a, a tequila. It has a slight tequila. It's it has fruity. a slight bourbon-y or whiskey taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a, like a bourbon whiskey color to it. It's got the bourbon whiskey burn to it, yeah. I think, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's got that fruity taste, which mm-hmm. I think comes from it being brandy. Mm-hmm. So a well-rounded drink. Well, this is a very special episode. Mm-hmm. See what I did? This episode is VS. VS, which is poor quality. <laughs> <laughs> we should definitely add a VS when we title this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty good. So we're gonna we'll take a break and just, we'll make the first cocktail. Mini, just a little mini break. Just a little mini break. We'll make the first cocktail and we'll come back and we'll talk about the cocktail and a little bit more about cognac. And I'll tantalize you with a very special Nielsen story coming <laughs> okay. in the future. All right, see you we'll in be back. right back. <laughs> Bye. And we're back. back. <laughs> I like kind of doing like the low voice if you do like kind of like the more charismatic one. Oh, yeah. I was like, back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've got here a classic cocktail called a sidecar. Mm. I'd heard of it, but I had never tried it. Where's the motorcycle? <laughs> yeah, and that is actually in the origin story. Um, I don't know how correctly I made this, as I am now <laughs> looking at other things, and it's a little different than the one I made. But that's all part of the experience. But you used a recipe. I used a recipe, yes. Mm, okay. I have a cocktails book of 10,000 cocktails. That's the one I made it from. Interesting. <laughs> that's very strong. And that's, I think, from my bad recipe. Really? So every every drink I've made from that recipe book has been really, really good. So I was like, oh, I'll just use it from there. Well, hold on. Um, yeah, I mean, let's give it another. Let's give it another. No, one. but here's here's the thing. Okay. Mine called for twice as much lemon juice. <laughs> <laughs> Mine called for twice as much lemon juice as these do. It's very lemony. It's very lemony. Um, can we undo that? <laughs> you want to make another one? I don't know. I don't mind. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. 
and now we're really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and so this, the color of this drink looks better. It looks more correct. <laughs> sure, yeah. I uh, spray. I went to shake it, and I had forgot to put the top on the shaker, so I sprayed half of it on the floor. It was a mess. <laughs> um, but this yeah. looks more correct. It looks way more correct. So let's try this one. I have nothing to go on, but yeah, it looks more correct. The last one was way too lemony. This is definitely more cognac-y. Yeah. That's better. What are your thoughts? I like it. Go on. Um, <laughs> this is a food podcast. It's more uh, <laughs> evenly blended than uh-huh. the last one. So what is in a sidecar? We'll talk about that before we talk about what it tastes like. Cognac, mm-hmm. you've got orange liqueur, and you've got lemon juice. Yep. So the last one that I made called for the largest ingredient was lemon juice, which was wrong. And that's what it tasted like was lemon juice. Just and it like should have uh, more like orangey hue. And the last drink we made was more yellow. Mm-hmm. So this one it has the orangey hue. Yeah, so, this is like a burnt orange look. So this, right? would you agree? Yeah. So one of these is two ounces cognac, three fourths ounce lemon juice, three fourths ounce orange liqueur, mm-hmm. and uh, ice. <laughs> and the ice. I don't taste the orange liqueur though. I taste mostly cognac and lemon juice. You're right. I, I smell I, it though. It smells a little like creamsicle. Nah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't agree. You don't. But, yeah, I, I think it just kind of rounds out the citrus flavor. But yeah, it's not very. Uh, because it's equal parts lemon juice and orange liqueur, mm-hmm. it's... And lemon juice is pretty overpowering. Yeah. So, so the lemon juice hides it, but I think it just adds, like, maybe a little bit. Just I, I think do it's good... smell the orange, though. I just don't taste it. I agree. But I'm glad that we've been starting to break down these cocktails by tasting before. Because mm-hmm. I can taste what is cognac. It's got that slight Agreed. fruitiness of the cognac mixed with the lemon <clears throat> juice. It's nice. It's actually pretty refreshing. It definitely has, like, a fruitiness that's neither it's not citrusy you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely like kind of a grape and i can smell a fruitiness on the nose that's not orange or lemon right, right it just right. kind of has like a fruity smell to it subtle oakiness very mm-hmm. subtle oakiness yeah, yeah that is know. quite delicious actually yeah. it's kind of volatile you know like it kind of just has kind of like an exploding smell still which mm-hmm. i think is definitely the lemon juice but also the cognac yeah. you know mm-hmm. the only thing that's mellow in here is Triple sec and ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the other half of the ingredients are, you know, pretty intense. Yeah. So. so when looking at like the origins of the sidecar, classically with drink origins, it's like really like muddy and there's no sure origin or creator. But they believe it was invented around World War One in like Paris or London. And it was named directly for the motorcycle attachment. Attachment. It's a, <laughs> That's what it says. It's a chair with like wheels and... <laughs> I don't think it's, I think of it like an attachment is like, um, like an X or something like that. Yeah. You get like an extra nozzle on your vacuum. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think, I don't think I would use the word attachment. Like you open up a box at Christmas. Great. A motorcycle attachment. (laughs) Yeah. 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 An attachment for a motorcycle in my mind are like tassels on the side (laughs) of the handlebars. I don't think it's like, um, you know, a seat that you kind of buckle into and has wheels. And you want to take a ride in my attachment to my motorcycle? (laughs) Yeah. So the Ritz Hotel in Paris claims origin of the drink. In like 1922, it first appeared in Harry's ABC of Mixing Cocktails from Harry McElone's. I don't know how to say his name. McElone's. McElone cites Pat McGarry for making the drink, but then later cites himself. Pat McGarry? McGarry. M-A-C-G-A-R-Y. Like a Scottish guy, maybe? Maybe. But he cites him as creating it, but then later he cites himself. (laughs) In later editions of that book. But one of the two are yeah, probably the creators. Out. Maybe. Yeah. But it's good. I like it. Mm-hmm. 
What do you think you could add to this to make it even more jazzy pizzazzy? <laughs> jazzy pizzazzy? Well, I think the garnish is supposed to be like uh, orange peel. I was going to think. I was or thinking lemon cherry. Because I feel like it's missing something, right? To me, mm-hmm. it doesn't taste like a complete cocktail. Do you think? I think it's... Have a sip. I'm looking at you. We're not breaking eye contact. <laughs> Almost went down the... <laughs> you got to look at your drink to drink it. <laughs> It's like walking with your head in the sky. (laughs) So you garnish with an orange twist, but here's something, Andy, that might tickle your fancy. You also (laughs) garnish it with sugar on the rim. Mm. I don't know if that would be the thing you're thinking is lacking. I mean, it is on the drier side, Mm -hmm. but I've had like, I've had plenty of drinks that are on the drier side and are still fruity, but I don't know. It does feel like it needs one more ingredient. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe like a so give us like a, a club soda. Yeah, add a little like carbonation in there. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, I said yeah. Like I'm, you know, for well, because we're brain, yeah, because we're brainstorming. Um, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. Um, that would be bad. It, no, I don't maybe. know. <laughs> no, you get you get further down on that drink, and then maybe we'll. Be right it back. is good though. Like I could sip this. <laughs> could you? Um, I think it's pretty refreshing. I could. Uh, I would say it's tropical, but it doesn't have tropical flavors. Like, it doesn't have the banana or pineapple or anything like that. Mm. That would make it tropical, but it has that feel of, like, a refreshing, sweet... It's sweet, but it's not, like, sweet, sweet. You know what I mean? It's not, like, it's a sweet drink. Well, it's so tart. It's tart. It's it's way more tart, and it's a little sweet. It's tart, but it has, like, fruity sweetness to it. So maybe maybe a little sugar in the rim wouldn't hurt it yeah maybe that's... do you think they were do you think they were putting sugar on the rim in the 1920s and... <laughs> no i don't think so. i highly doubt that yeah when did salting and sugar on the rim start should we look that up it was the damn 70s in the 70s that's my guess if you like pina colada <laughs> <laughs> which pina colada doesn't even have anything on the rim no <laughs> very cool very cool. so there's really no origin of salting or sugar in the rim that i could find <laughs> No histories or anything like that. Like a margarita always had a salted rim. I think they just came with the creation of the drinks themselves. Mm -hmm. I think they have their purpose for the drink. And whenever the drink originated, that's when it had that type of a rim, usually. Want to see something crazy? Yeah. You see that that vein right there? Yeah. Is that a climbing vein? No, that's not a thing. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like moving my skin, but the vein stays in the same place. Well, that's cool. (laughs) Isn't that kind of cool? Yeah, that's cool. Right? Like it's just like a good... Like, thought in terms of, like, connective tissue. Mm-hmm. Like, these are totally separate. I mean, this one's kind of moving a little bit. But this one's pretty much in the same spot the entire time. So, should I talk about Nielsen? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I guess. Okay. So, Nielsen, <laughs> as we all know. Glad I got a drink in me at this point. They sent me $5 to yeah. take a survey. Of course. I used that $5 for coffee. They What? Did you? I thought you bought a lot of tickets with it. No. So, we're going back to the origins in case people haven't listened to their original. So, <laughs> okay, okay. then they I filled the survey out, which I always do. And they sent me another $5. At that point, I decided to figure out how far my Nielsen money can go. And so I put all five of those dollars into scratch-offs, which won me $2. <laughs> so I was down to $2. So I needed to turn that lotto ticket in. I've been kind of like procrastinating. It's just been sitting there. But I'm like, I got to get that in so that I can get the $2 and then buy one more lotto ticket with. So I get a, I get a letter in the mail from Nielsen. And it's got $2 in it. What? And it says, in a few days, you will get two more dollars, and there'll be, like, a survey for you. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, why would they send me $2 to tell me in, like, two days I'm getting two more dollars? You know what? You know why this is, right? Why? They're listening to the podcast. (laughs) No. Here's why. It's because you are in a demographic 
of people that yeah. would never send that back. Exactly. That's why. So they're like, you're, dude, you're the unicorn. Yeah. Right. You're the unicorn of TV viewership. Yeah. That they they won't get. Well, so he, the story, the, <laughs> the plot thickens. So I get the next one, which is two dollars. <laughs> so that's four dollars. Uh-huh. And I get this packet that I'm supposed to fill out for a week of like what radio stations I listen to for a week. Yep. You have to fill it out every day for a week. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. But they'll send me ten dollars once I'm done. <laughs> So now we're up to a total of $24 they've sent me. They will be sending me. Total. Total. And that's... so so I took the $4 that they sent me and uh-huh. the, the lotto ticket. So that's uh-huh. $6. I got lotto tickets. I won $7. So now I'm up a dollar. <laughs> What's wrong with you? So, <laughs> so yesterday, a lady from Nielsen called me. What's her name? She was like the sweetest old lady that ever called. Hi, I'm Linda Nielsen. And she's like, she was like desperate for me to fill the packet out because I guess she said, we have a very hard time getting people under 35 to turn the packets in. Holy shit, I was right. Yeah, you were exactly right. That's amazing. She's like, are you going to turn it in? I'm like, sure. Dude, did did you up the ante? You'd be like, I'm going to need at least seven more dollars in the next envelope. You should have said (laughs) that. She was like so... She, like, explained the packet. Make sure you fill out the back part. But she's like, please. Like, we don't get a lot of people turning them in under 35. Holy shit, dude. You're on the dole for the next couple yeah, of years. I know. That's amazing. When I get that $10, $24. Like, how many? How much money is Nielsen sending out? The question is how much money is Nielsen making? Yeah. I, I They're know. the golden standard for, for TV, TV ratings and radio viewership ratings. And radio. So this packet is for radio. Yeah. Dude, on, I swear to God, if someone else, if someone calls you again, you better barter for higher payouts. Be like, I'm serious. I'm working hard for you guys. Yeah. I'm filling out the surveys. I'm talking about you on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I have another $7 in lotto tickets over there that I have to turn in <laughs> to then turn into more lotto tickets. <laughs> oh, God. I hope, I hope this I want a total of $9. I've spent 11 You've lost $2 Overall. on this whole thing. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> So I spent five originally. I won two. So I lost $3. Okay. I just spent six and I won seven. Okay. But what's the total amount of Nielsen money that you've spent? That I spent from Nielsen? Yeah. Um, you need to do the math. Nine. And I've won nine. Have you taken money out of your pocket that was not, no. ni- that was not Nielsen money? No. And you still have money from Nielsen? Uh-huh. Great. Okay. <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, it's awesome because I'm making money from Nielsen. Also, I have That's to true. take out loans. I'm like, that doesn't... So that I've taken nine sense. Nielsen dollars and I've made nine dollars. So you're plus nine or you're no, at zero? I've broken even at this point. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I have more money I got to put in. And I got $10 coming in the mail when I filled this survey out. It's funny because they kept trying to call me. Uh-huh. Because I missed a call and they left... The Nielsen left a message. The Nielsen? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And there was like, hey, you know, we send you a packet. Make sure you fill it out. If you have any questions, call back. I'm like, okay, I missed that call. Uh-huh. But I recognize that number. They called several times. One time I answered because I'm like, oh, I know this is Nielsen. Then they didn't answer. They didn't pick up. They didn't pick up. You called yeah, them back. I was like, back. hello, hello. And then I was like, whatever. You heard heavy breathing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And then they like hung up. Hang up, hang up. <laughs> but today they call, but they've called. Every, I've missed a call from Nielsen for like the past five days. Hold out on turning that in. But if I wait too long, I don't get the $10. That's what she said. She's mm. like, we, then we can't use it. <laughs> like in that inflection. Then She's we like, can't use if it. If you wait past three weeks, then we can't use it. 
They've been calling you daily. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think I'm the so one person on that list under 35 that... You're the unicorn. Yeah. You're not on a fixed income. That's the <laughs> thing. Right? Like... <laughs> People who are filling out the nails and stuff are it's, trying to pay for medication. I'm like the swing vote. It's like my... <laughs> yeah. I'm like the rating Shit. for these radios. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you have so much power. I do. <laughs> I also thought they're going to be real disappointed because my commute is two minutes. So I'm going to be like, I listen to this radio station for two minutes. <laughs> when they're presenting this data to TV and radio shows, they're going to be like, yeah, and, and listener under 35. And they're like, did you say listener under 35? <laughs> yeah. they, they listen on an average for three minutes a day. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is something that is a uh, I feel it's low VS risk. right now. Huh? I feel VS right now. Very right. special. You should feel very special. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is the title of the episode. I it's am very, the demographic. It's very special. I'm seriously, seriously, like this, this is, the saga continues. And if you do not leverage for higher payouts from Nielsen, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. Yeah. Anyways. What do you mean, anyways? That's the, this is the most to pressing be continued. issue. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. Okay, to be continued. On the next saga. And who knows how much I'll win in lottery tickets in the next $7. Why sit in the sidecar when you could be on the motorcycle? Nice. And nice. that would lead us into the next week. <laughs> <laughs> a motorcycle? Are we having a motorcycle? No. That would be oh, cool. Oh, damn. Though. That'd be really cool. Okay. All right. Never mind. All right. We'll be right back. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we are drinking a Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Smash. I don't know. Manly noises. Manly so, noises? This is called the Incredible Hulk, also called a green-eyed monster, a shrock, <laughs> green or a hip and hen. A hip and hen? Mm-hmm. How do you spell that? Hip. H-I-P and H-E-N. So this is equal parts cognac, and the other one is hypnotic, which is H-P. Oh, okay, okay. P- N-O-T-I-Q. So hypnotic a, yeah, okay, all right. is a very blue liqueur, and when you mix it with cognac, it turns green. What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. Interesting. <laughs> Quite interesting. I feel um, like you say interesting when like you make something, but you're like, I don't know how I feel about it. It is not what I thought it was going to be. So this, is, this drink was originally created by the U.S. Army soldiers in Texas in 2003. <laughs> what? For real? <laughs> yeah. In 2003? That's what it says. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Why? A, a hypnotic employee noticed many women, but few men, drink his company's liqueur because of the men consider the blue fruity drink to be too effeminate. <laughs> so Victor Alvarez, a bartender at the restaurant, mixed Hennessy with hypnotic to dilute the fruity flavor, resulting in a green beverage that quickly became a hit. <laughs> so Super dumb. One, we're talking about fragile masculinity, which is kind of like dumb in itself. Two, they're like, yeah, I don't want it to be effeminate. Well, then maybe you shouldn't make it artificially bright blue and have like kind of like a frosted, yeah, it's funny. super delicate looking. They're like, solution wasn't changing the color of their liqueur. No. It was finding something to put it in that it yeah. looks different. Yeah. They're Why like, is green a less effeminate color this, than blue? This, this, you know, so this kind of actually has like an olive drab look, it if does, you will. Yeah, it's you know not what like, I mean? It's not like radioactive green. It's so like, like the like, Texas uh, soldiers were like, man, these look like our BDUs. That's pretty cool. I, <laughs> I guess we'll, uh, our, you know, our battle dress uniforms. 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why that would like really like change the tide on it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is pretty good though. So where'd the guy from like the liquor company come in and like just like show up on base? Like, how did he get access on base? I bet there was a bar near the base that the soldiers would go to, and he's like, "We just came out with this new drink. Try it." And they're all like, "No." Yeah, he's like, "It's called hypnotic," and everyone's like, (laughs) "It's a weird spelling. It's cool." (laughs) (laughs) That guy could have. It's got pizzazz. This this was a sales rep, right? Like this mm-hmm. this surely was a sales rep. He was basically trying to make sure his territory mm-hmm. was doing okay, and this is what he came up with. And kudos to him. I don't know if this would carry out. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's got legs regionally. This is a pretty popular drink now, though. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you look Weird. it up online, you'll see Incredible Hulk's all over the place. Could you see just dudes in ordering like dudes with fragile masculinity ordering the Incredible Hulk? No. <laughs> I wouldn't even, like I it's would still a fruity drink. I would feel like I would be lent to having fragile masculinity if I ordered this drink as the Incredible mm-hmm. Hulk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can I get the manly dude drink? Don't even show me the blue frosted other liqueur that's in it. I just like just show me like the cool drink. Can you make it in the back? Yeah, can you make it in the back and like serve it in a glass with mussels? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> would you <All> agree? Right. <laughs> like <laughs> All right, so Hypnotic is an alcoholic beverage. It's native to New York, but it's bottled in France by Haven Hill Distilleries. What? Made from fruit juices, vodka, and cognac. So there's actually vodka and cognac hmm. in this. I don't and know then, what the fruit juices are, though. Eh, probably Let's apple. <laughs> Let's go with apple because it's the cheapest and it's New York. Well, it's in France. Hypnotic was created in 2001 by Raphael Yakaboy. 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 It's your... A college dropout living with his parents on Long Island. <laughs> Classic. After seeing a blue perform at Bloomingdale's, he decided to create a blue liqueur. I don't know. It just says... Blue Man Group. I read that wrong. A blue perfume. <laughs> After seeing blue perfume use, he decided to make a blue liqueur. Nick Storm from Yonkers spent six years in the music industry and met Jacoby through a common friend. And, promo- and join with him to promote it. <laughs> let's let's talk about very like mundane interactions, and then like turn them into a Wikipedia page. It's Urban. like it's like Andy and Justin used to play in a band that's you know yeah kind of around. But so you know. <laughs> it makes sense though. So the guy was in the music industry. So urban and hip hop groups began to promote the brand in their music videos, on stage, and in lyrics, including Kanye West, Ludacris. Missy Elliott, Jay-Z. Fabulous was instrumental in their success. He mentioned it in at least four songs uh, is on his album Fabulous? Street Dreams. Fa- Street Fabulous. Dreams, not Street Jeans. That's me and Andy's album coming out next fall. Street Jeans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but so like all the all like the rappers that like and hip hop artists that got involved with it, that was after two thousand three, right? Like who was Kanye? Probably, in like yeah. 02. Well, the guy that was in the music industry probably was like, hey, I'll, I'll Who film you. Who did he know? You and I were technically I'll in the film, music industry. I'll, I'll film your music video, but can I put a bottle of this in the background? <laughs> but that costs money. Yeah. This, I don't know. This Yonkers. So yeah, what do you think about the drink? It's fine. The sidecar was better, gotta, for sure. Yeah, it's. Do you want a little taste of straight hypnotic just to know what the fruit flavors are? Don't call it straight hypnotic. <laughs> straight hypnotic. That's a song off our album. Street jeans. <laughs> Coming out next fall. <laughs> yeah, we could have a little bit of straight hypnotic. <laughs> and let's talk about how it's spelled, okay? H-P-N-O-T-I-Q? <laughs> <laughs> 
you're like ordering you're like can i get some hypnotic and they're like what and you're like hypnotic hypnotic so it's 17 percent alcohol most liqueurs are about that. Like my orange liqueur, banana liqueur, apple liqueur, that's all. Uh, I usually think of a liqueur as like hitting at least the 20% mark. Woo! This is like um, a melted icy. I was going to say, so a combination of a melted icy and an apple Jolly Rancher. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's got that tart, really mm-hmm. sweet. No, it just tastes like a blue Jolly Rancher, actually. No. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> that is good. No, in it's like not. A, in like a candy <laughs> type of way, not like a drink, but like a liquid candy. Like a melted All right, so worm. We'll, we'll hold on. Like a gummy worm? Okay. <laughs> Getting ahead of yourself. So this is, so the drink is only cognac and hypnotic. It's just equal parts cognac, hypnotic. And it's classically made like the drink is Hennessy. And this was popular with the army or with Texas military? So hypnotic is not. That was created two years no, specific, prior. Specifically but the Green this, Hulk. This drink was made... Near a base, it must have been, for U.S. soldiers because they weren't drinking Hypnotic. So Hypnotic was made in 2000? 2001. 2001. 2003 was when the birth of the Incredible Hulk drink was. It was like birthing and it was like breathing. It was like the mom of Hypnotic was like... (laughs) Push! (laughs) (laughs) Top fans of 2001. I want to see who was like popular in 2001. Billboard, year-end, hot... 100 singles of 2001. Are you ready? Yeah. Hanging by a moment by Lifehouse. Nice. Do you remember that song? Yep. Oh, Hanging by. <laughs> <laughs> by a moment with you. Uh, Fallen, Alicia Keys. All for You by Janet Jackson. Drops of Jupiter by Train. Mmm. Mm. I'm Real by J-Lo, of course, featuring Ja Rule. Where you won't, where you don't, where it down there. So none of these top hits were the artists that promoted uh, hypnotic. hypnotic. Right. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't me by Shaggy. Uncle Cracker made the list. Nelly, Shaggy, right? Like none of these guys. Peaches and Cream by One Twelve. Drive by Incubus. Miss Jackson, right? By Outkast. Ooh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Butterfly by Crazy Town. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Is it? Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> come on, lady. Come, come. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I feel like it was a good year for Hypnotic then. A good like, year overall. It was just a good year. Not a good year for Hypnotic. But I feel like that matches the theme of those. Like the vibe I was getting from drinking Hypnotic, I think I would drink that while listening to Butterfly. Mm, yeah. You my butterfly, sugar, sugar baby. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. That was great. That was so a- that was a history of two thousand one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't always take a when trip hypnotic down. <laughs> came out. Yeah, and like people were just like, "What?" And hypnotic was like, "What?" And all the girls were like, "What?" And all the guys were like, "Hmm." And then two years later, all the military guys were like, "Hmm." It's green. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh my! Uh, I was uh, I was really <laughs> excited. So. When I poured the cognac in the shaker and yeah. the very, very blue liqueur, I was like, I really hope it turns green because I've heard that it turns green, you know. But you know how sometimes you do stuff at home when you see it on, like, the internet? It doesn't turn out the same way. I was expecting, like, possibly a muddy brown of some sort. Mm-hmm. But when we poured it out and it was green, I was like, was green. that's awesome. Yeah. So I wonder what does that. I mean, blue plus brown? Does that make breen? green? Does it make breen? <laughs> breen. <laughs> well, like br- like a brownish yellow, right? Because blue plus yellow. And it's not like a neon green. green. It's like, like right. an olive, like Andy was right. saying. So it's on the. it tends to be towards the browner side. 
So like blue plus a yellowish brown equals an olive green. Yeah, there you go. The end. That's kindergarten for you. That's colors. <laughs> <laughs> next next episode of Snackdown, we're doing simple addition and subtraction. The word of the day is brown. <laughs> and stop. <laughs> uh, so, well, I kind of like this drink. I hate the history of it. I hate the history of it. Right. But I feel like we've uh, been enjoying this drink as we've been sipping it. I, I just... I feel like I'm a little hypnotized by its... No, uh, don't even. ...allure. Okay. <laughs> The taste is okay. I, I guess so. Exotic fruit juices, like, are they not gonna like? They're not gonna give up what fruit fruits it is. Doesn't really say anywhere. So I think they kind of keep that a secret. <clears throat> so you also talk about the origin being Long Island, right? Like the birthplace of it. So it says the juices they use is a proprietary trade secret, so they don't reveal it. Of course, it just says tropical fruit juices. I bet you guys, I, I bet you could get the owner of this a little sloshy cakes, and he would tell you very easily on his probably on his you know modest house in Long Island, <laughs> in his mom's house in Long Island. Yeah, because in that's his where basement in Long Island. It's probably like written on the wall, and like it says like "Cool Kyle is here." <laughs> so exotic fruit juices. Those were bought from Goya. Okay, like, mom was on a Goya kick. I get it. Mom, can you pick up some extra Goya? I'm trying something. Yeah. Don't ask questions, mom. Just get it. Um, so, like, conceived in Long Island and Yonkers, produced and bottled in France, imported in Kentucky. So, like, okay, so it's 17%. What is, uh, what's cognac? 40-ish? It's, yeah, in the 40 range. Okay, so it's basically half. I'm guessing a third vodka. Well, no. A quarter vodka, a quarter cognac, and then fruit juices. Yeah, because it it's very, very fruity on the on the mouth. And when you try to like a candy or a Jolly Rancher or something like that, so it's mostly vodka, fruit juices, and then it says a touch of cognac. It doesn't even have much. It's a touch. What's a touch? <laughs> what is a touch? That's not that's not quantifiable. I put a little on my finger and dabbed it in. Anyway, I like cognac. I wish we get to at least Napoleon styles of cognac. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get there. So in we a, had a, a nice. Episode. 19, take baby steps. We had a nice 1920s classic cocktail with cognac, the sidecar, yeah. and that was delicious. Yeah. And then we had a fairly new cocktail, and I mean, it's pretty good. I'm not going to knock the cocktail. It was a little fruity, and it was kind of tasty, but the origins are a little sketchy. Yeah, it's not a knocktail. It's um, yeah. it's a good cocktail. <laughs> Dumb. I could definitely drink. <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm a little, uh, huh? a little dizzy from this cocktail. I feel mm. like this hypnotic... Hypnotic drink. This last cocktail is a little, uh, you could drink a little too many of these incredible hulks. That's not the reason why you're feeling a little dizzy, okay? It's because we're two drinks in. Right. And That's we've fun. had two shots also. Not really, but okay. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Too, yeah, okay. That was kind of like a Hannibal Lecter sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's close this thing out. <clears throat> so I really like, I, I think I like cognac. I tried the, you know, we drank it straight. I wonder, I wonder what a nicer glass of cognac would taste like. You know, higher than VS. Yeah, I, absolutely. I think I like the flavor of what cognac is because I think brandy, I think I've had a little bit of brandy in the past and it's a little too sweet, kind of like rum is. So rum is sometimes a little too sweet for me to drink straight. But the cognac, when it's aged, I think it had a, like a, a more whiskey flavor to it with a little bit of hint of fruit and uh, that like aged cask taste. And I really liked it. So... I was like, oh man, I would love to have some XO cognac. They're about 140 bucks. Nice. So I think I've had XO brandy, and I don't think that's as expensive. Yeah. 
The Hennessy XO Extra Old is $222. If anyone out there wants to send us some XO Hennessy... <laughs> You'd have to probably meet us. Call 315-313-5456. Wow. Isn't that, isn't that great? It just rolls off the tongue now. Yeah, it does. I bet our listeners probably have this... Memorized. Memorized. They're like rolling around in their sleeps at night. They're like, why can't... Their sleeps? <laughs> yeah. Like multiple That's sleep? hypnotic. I like how you added that extra little... Yeah, for the cue. Yeah, it ends in a cue. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I like the I like cognac, and I really like the sidecar. I think I would I would order that out if I was at a bar. Would I order the Incredible Hulk? I wouldn't call it that. I would I would find. I like some of the other names better. The uh, what was it? A Green Monster. They all they all sound like Monster Energy drinks. There was also a Shrock. A Shrock. (laughs) I would call it a Shrock. Yeah. It's Incredible Hulk, Green Eyed Monster. Shrock, which is kind of a play on Shrek, maybe? No. Of some sort? Yeah, it was. It is. It is. And then the hip and hen. I don't like the hip and hen. I think it's hypnotic and Hennessy. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just unimpressed with it. I would order a green-eyed monster, I think. Because that's more masculine. Which is the purpose of that drink, right? <laughs> I wish it's called, it was... like, guns and trucks. Yeah. Yeah, gun... <laughs> yeah, can I get a gun and truck? Uh... <laughs> I, I just I wish there wasn't color added. Okay. Yeah, it's very blue, and the purpose of it when you read the origin, the whole point of the drink was to be blue, <clears throat> like a perfume. perfume. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. So my biggest takeaway from this episode, go on, is that I like when drink origins are more convoluted because when you find the real origins, yeah, you're yeah. like, I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know history. Kind of history has its like way of embellishing. Em- well, not embellishing, but kind of like uh, dissociating us from yeah. that part of history. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just terrib- this, terrible origins. This drink is the first drink we cocktail we've done that has a specific origin. Like there wasn't any mystery about it. It was no. 2003 he, he, he in this been... state for these soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what was your favorite straight cognac? The sidecar. Or the green-eyed monster. Reluctantly, it's the green-eyed monster. It was good. We're gonna name it something else, though. The Incredible Hulk, the Shrock, the Hip and Hen. I'm gonna call it a half hypnotic and half cognac. Uh, a half hypnotic. If, if I ever, nope, nope. no. <laughs> if I ever order it at a bar, a that's cognotic. Mm, okay, it could be good. Better than green, you know, Hulk or whatever. You know, cognotic. Yeah. I'd go for cognotic. Right? Yeah, a cognac sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I'm up for that. I mean, we knocked it a lot, but it was actually pretty good. We were sipping on it and... Yeah, it's a fine drink, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's uh, better than a VS type of cognac. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if we had an XO cognac, which if a listener wanted to send us or bring it to us or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Anyway. I like the sidecar too. I thought yeah. it was like nice and refreshing. Yeah. It was very well blended. Mm-hmm. The first one wasn't. <laughs> the second one was well blended. Yeah. And so, I really liked the straight cognac. So I think it was a good episode. And I didn't episode. know much about cognac before. I and and we're really we're dealing with the most common VS cognac. Mm-hmm. I would love to try like higher value cognac. Yeah. I think that would come with a Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> or something. <laughs> you know, like something that would We had more money. Right. This is all out of pocket. This is a free podcast. <laughs> it just you know, everything no we do week to week. You know, we pour our heart, heart and soul into the podcast and the editing, but also the wallets. <laughs> this is this is a fun podcast that is just better than sniffing glue. Mm-hmm. 
So, so that was the other option. <laughs> that was the other option. We tried it for a couple weeks, but the headaches persisted. <laughs> a headache-free version is the podcast. All right. Well, anyway, um, uh, you right. know, order whatever you want. Right? Like, have cognac. Have if you're at a bar, have cognac. Have uh, have a sidecar. Have a Incredible Hulk or a cognac. Cognatic. A cognatic. That's what have I'm a cognatic. <laughs> Anyway, God All right. bless. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find this episode and others like it on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and a bunch of other places. And you can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. And you can find this episode also on YouTube. And you can mm. call our number at 315-313-5456. All right. Take care. All right. Thanks, guys. And thanks for listening and for the support. And give us a call. Shout us out on DMs or PMs or whatever you do to message us. And namaste. And (laughs) (laughs) have a happy Lent. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Two, two crisp dollar bills. I almost talked until I turned it into the gas station. When I was getting a lot of tickets. The guy's like, these dollar bills were just made. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost launched into the Nielsen story. And then I was like, nah. <laughs> there were like three people behind you. And you're like, eh, I shouldn't. <laughs> I was already the guy in line buying a lot of tickets. I didn't want to be the also the guy telling a story. <laughs> uh, that's amazing.